It's the Garage Guys NASCAR podcast. Welcome back. Practice is over at Phoenix Raceway. Uh, NASCAR Cup Series racing uh, begins on Sunday. And, uh, and we're back to give you a little bit of information uh, that we have gathered from the, the changes on the car and how it is going to impact the betting weekend for the NASCAR Cup Series race. Uh, I'm Chase Holden, joined with Dale Tanhart as always, but you already knew that. Um, Dale, you uh, actually got to watch practice yesterday. I was uh, celebrating birthday, uh, went and watched that new Scream movie. It was pretty good. Got to see Scream try to kill people with a shotgun. Uh, not really cool in real life if that happened, but kind of crazy to see Ghostface with a shotgun. I'll say that to start the show. Great way to start a NASCAR podcast. Yeah, happy birthday. Happy birthday. You're old as shit, but I'm glad you got to see an old school movie also. It's just like just another remake, right? So that's cool. Love Jenna Ortega. Uh, Yeah, I'm one of those guys. If you're not familiar with who she is, (laughs) look her up. You might fall in love and uh, be a sad boy like me. But we're not going to be sad boys about the betting uh weekend here for phoenix the united rentals 5k worker you whatever the fuck it's called the united <laughs> rentals work united 500 one of the weirdest a weird names, name right? yeah, yeah yeah it's a big united rentals weekend though i mean they're here for xfinity and cup and uh somebody tweeted us when we announced we were gonna have this podcast i know by the time you listen to this qualifying will probably be over but we got shit to do all right we're recording this only time we're both available to do it. We're doing live streams. Chase is doing birthday stuff. So I t- I was telling Chase earlier when we were talking about this, I, I don't think you're going to see a lot of line movement after qualifying because most of the race information needed to make a good uh, inference about what's going to happen happened in practice yesterday. We had a 50-minute practice session. Where a lot of drivers were in a bunch of laps and line movement honestly went the wrong way for everybody, which is about what I would expect, right? If you're looking to bet on Harvick or Larson or Ryan Blaney, now you're going to get them at a worse price than you would have gotten before. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to bite on Kyle Larson just yet because outside of his championship winning race in 2021, that basically his pit crew won for him Uh very clutch pit pit stop to win the 2021 championship other than that race kyle larson hasn't been the best at phoenix uh was clearly has a, a very fast car but there is some long run data that makes me point to a couple different guys and first of all kevin Harvick, right now barcelona sportsbook nine to one caesars ten to one that's really the best you can get right now is is the ten to one price as my discord's blowing up right now what is going on Boop-a-boop. I don't know. Did you hear that? Did you hear I that? did. Yeah. I mean, the discord's always Jeez. going off. It's free, by the way, if you cool. want to join it. Yeah. Um, any, anyway, Kevin Harvick, right? And, and if you watched Dale Center the other night, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick with the strategy I gave on Dale Center. I told you guys I'm betting on Kevin Harvick no matter what, but I'm going to wait till after qualifying because typically not the best qualifier, especially in the Gen 7 era. Kevin Harvick has not been the best qualifier, but I think he's going to race well. Will the books bite and give us something more closer to 12 to 1, 13 to 1? I don't think so, but I'm going to hope that we get something a little bit better than 9 to 1 
uh, after qualifying, if he qualifies outside the top 10, outside the top 15, because there is data that maybe the books could look at that points to track position being important and being an important number when it comes to cup winners in the past. Like, for example, uh, the only guy in, in like the last 10 Phoenix races to win from a non-top 10 starting position was Joey Logano in 2020. Every other driver, let's see, I'm going to count these real quick. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 out of the last 11 Phoenix races have been won by somebody who started inside the top 10. That's big. Which I think, a, right. right. So keep an eye, keep an eye on that in qualifying, right? Like there's a good chance your winner will start inside the top 10 just because it's so reliable in the data when it comes to Phoenix Raceway. But if there is a guy that can win from outside the top 10 at this racetrack, it's Kevin Harvick. He's done it like three times, by the way. Uh, 2016, he started 18th. 20, 2014, he started 13th. In 2012, he started 19th. So if Kevin Harvick qualifies outside the top 10, which is my prediction, I'm hoping the books will say, okay, well, this data shows if you don't qualify outside the top 10, you don't win this race. So we're going to bump Kevin down to, you know, something a little cheaper. This is all a very hopeful thing, right? But I think the good thing is I don't think you're going to see worse than nine to one or 10 to one. So if they reload everything and he's still nine to one, 10 to one, go ahead and lay the wood because I'm going to do it regardless. Yeah. And if you would have listened uh, and I'm speaking to you, the listener, uh, if you would have listened uh, to, to Dale Center or tuned into Dale Center on Garage Guys YouTube, I even did a little little thing called Nas Bets Live on TikTok. It was supposed to be on Instagram, but Instagram went down on Wednesday night. Very weird. Very weird for Meta. Um, but, uh, you know, we were we, we talked about Kevin Harvick. You know, I had, uh, you know, just to quickly recap, two of the bets that I had laid down for Cup early in the week, the only two guys I had outrights were Tyler Reddick, and Kevin Harvick. We had Kevin Harvick at plus 1,200. We had Tyler Reddick at plus 2,200. I've been looking at some of this data, Dale, and I'm over here right now looking at 15 lap averages. And Now, a lot of guys participated in this. You got a couple that didn't. Like I think the only real contenders I see here that didn't have a 15-lap average was like Chase Briscoe. Um, you know, you had Eric Jones, if you want to even lump him into there so pretty much everybody that that we're going to talk about or probably be on this weekend had a 15 lap average uh you know statistic to put out there which means the which means they had to if anybody's new to the show that means they ran 15 laps consecutively without stopping right that's green flag averages over a course of 15 laps thank you for that thank you which for me that. which i don't know i I like Chase Briscoe, and I'll, I'll let you continue. But I do want to point out that Chase Briscoe did the same thing last year. All he except I think he he does have a ten lap. He did have a ten lap run in this practice, but last year he only ran five laps he knew. in a row, and he parked it right. So sometimes that kind of sticks out to me. I like when drivers don't run the averages because sometimes that could mean like, oh yeah, car is real good. You know, let's make a couple changes real quick, and we could perfect this thing. But yeah. regardless, continue. Yeah, if you look at his 10 lap average, I think he was what he ran, I think a, a 28, uh, basically a 28 flat pretty much. And uh, that put him what, one, two, three, four, five. He was seventh in 10 lap averages. I'm a big numbers guy. I like to count. I didn't, well, actually, I don't. I didn't really watch Count Dracula on, uh, you know, Sesame Street as a kid growing up. Math was never the strong suit, but thank you. 
for clarifying. Uh, Kyle Larson did top the board, and then we had William Byron, Kevin Harvick right there in third. Shout to Kay Harv. You've already spoke about him. I think we know that we believe in the, the Childers. Rodney Childers will be talking to God this weekend. Uh, I feel pretty strong about that. And then right behind him, Tyler Reddick. So, you know, and we talked about this early in the week, too, on the show. If you didn't get to listen to our podcast that we dropped out on Tuesday, go back and listen to that. We talked about the Toyotas and how we thought that, you know, uh, Chris Bell, Tyler Reddick would probably be the, the strong runners for Toyota. And honestly, when you look inside of those first 10, who do we see, Dale? Tyler Reddick and Christopher Bell. So I feel like we were pretty spot on right there yet again, week in and week out. So, you know, that's why you listen to us. That's why you listen to the show. I still I, I know Tyler Reddick is the other guy I was going to say, but I know you're you're probably going to talk about it because you had, you had bet on him before practice. Yes. And I didn't lock him in until just a couple hours ago. But I, I still think Denny Hamlin's going to be a sleeper. That's all I'm going to say in the Toyota camp. I still think everybody's going to forget about Denny Hamlin and he's going to be there. He's He's going to be there. He must uh, be sandbagging Sunday. real bad because, I mean, it looks like he forgot, I mean, with where he's at down here on these numbers. So, Well, you know, I th- it's weird. I feel like, and I didn't see anything that could have pointed this out, but that's a big-time fall-off when uh, Denny Hamlin in 10-lap averages was, was eighth, and then all of a sudden he loses a half a second over a, a course of five laps. That to me looks more like a, a track error, like maybe being stuck behind somebody, having a moment, rather than purely just losing half a second over five laps. I don't think that's legitimate on his fall off. So keep that in mind when you see a steep, you know, fall off a cliff type of thing over a five lap period. Because if you look at a lot of his Toyota teammates, like Reddick, Christopher Bell, not a lot of fall off, like less fall off when you compare them to Kyle Larson and Ryan Blaney, who topped the charts. Uh, between laps five and ten of their runs so i think that's something to note it definitely is and and you're talking about i'm not going to go too deep into tyler reddick i've already said what i had to say about him on tuesday's show you know i believed we believed we roll um so we'll see how things shake out tomorrow in the race but hopefully everybody out there did get to hammer him at those odds and i don't think he's too far away from where we hammered him. And I think you said you got him at plus 2000. So that's something good to look at as well. And you can always check our picks on action network, by the way, Dale and I are both on there, but I want to talk about these Hendrick cars, right? The one thing that you brought up to me, and I've got some articles pulled up here about it was the hood. Uh, am I pronouncing this right? Louvier's Louvier. Is it French? The, the hood Louvier's. Is that what they're called? Uh, now? They call them like hood scoops is basically what we could call them. But the the hood Louviers is what Racer Magazine, it looks like it's calling them. I think they're just pronounced as louvers or I don't know. We can, I, they're, we can see. they're basically like hood vents. Hold on here. I'll, how about this? Louver. L-O-U-V-E-R-S. Louviers. That sounds like something that like a really nice French woman would, would come up to let's you. Let's see. I'm playing the pronunciation right now. Just, I think it's called a louver, but let's see. Okay. Louver. Yes. Okay. This pronunciation says Louver. I want that I know, audio to talk on the show. I want that guy to talk on the show more. We need to get. Well, he, he's on YouTube for a random ass pronunciation. It's probably AI. It's probably yeah. AI. But who is yeah. uh, Jamie? Uh, well, that's that's interesting. Like I've reiterated, or I will reiterate. By the time you listen to this, qualifying will probably be over, and. 
you know, I, I've got my poll that's locked and loaded in the Discord, a Discord exclusive this weekend. You can only see my poll qualifying bets by being in the Discord. And I feel really fucking good about them. But uh, it won't matter if you hear this and you're not a part of it, or maybe you are. Doesn't matter because qualifying is going to be over for the vast majority of people that do listen to this. Are is Hendrick Motorsports like are their teams going to lose speed over this? Is what everybody is freaking out trying to find out because you know as we said, Kyle Larson was blazing fast. William Byron had great long run speed as well, and Alex Bowman had strong single lap speed. So I I, I, I I'm honestly curious too because Chad Canales is the greatest cheater in the history of the universe. And, you know, this is another example of just trying to find ways to stay ahead. And I, I it's such an uncertainty. I really don't know if this is going to affect these cars or not. I, I would lean towards no. It won't say, affect them this weekend. That's what I wanted to read off. So this is an article from NASCAR.com. That's just penalties. That's just yeah, penalties. No penalty not, to Hendrick this weekend. Um, any potential penalties will be announced next week. Uh, basically, it says the Hendrick organization can replace the hood louvers prior to inspection on Saturday and in advance of qualifying 2.05 p.m. Eastern time. But but what we're not we're not we don't care about that. Like what we care about is if the louvers have given them any kind of advantage aerodynamically added any kind of downforce grip or speed to these race cars at Phoenix and could have bolstered their, their practice times. That's what, yeah. Yeah. So people are asking about that and that's just like they asked Chad Canales and he, of course he did not comment. He's he politely declined to comment according to Bob Pockers, which is exactly what I would expect. Yeah. It's exactly what I would expect. But um, I would lean if I if I could give a gut feeling and a eye test feeling on any time I've seen this kind of stuff happen in the past, I would lean towards no. It probably will not have a significant significant impact on the speed of these race cars because a lot of these issues and and modifications that teams get fined for, whether it's Gen Seven or any era in NASCAR, well, we'll we'll rule out like the Plymouth days, but. In the last 20 to 30 years, a lot of these modifications teams get caught for, like, have always found out to not make that much of a difference, right? Right. But, you know, you never know. Gen 7 is pretty weird. We saw the DQ with Denny Hamlin and and uh, Kyle Busch last year at Pocono. You definitely feel like what – and I don't remember what part it was on their car. Something uh, – I think it was something with the nose. I think they had something on the nose of their race cars. But – we, you got to feel like that made a difference with Joe Gibbs last year when they had a one-two finish and both guys got DQ'd. So you never know. I, I can't give a for sure answer, but I would lean towards we might be overreacting, I guess is the best way to to kind of end that conversation. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was actually trying to look that up and see exactly what it was. Uh, it was something on the nose of the Gibbs cars. Yeah, it says uh... – already been unwrapped as after the full teardown uh was found unapproved modifications to the front fascia uh, yes that's right that's right oh yeah so i mean we're talking about something totally different but right. um nonetheless <laughs> you gotta feel like chad's you know they, they did this with intent right you ain't cheating you ain't trying that's what they right say. 
Yeah, you know, yeah. shout out to that. Uh, before we hop off here, because we are going to be getting ready for qualifying, odds are going to lock in. I want to try to get this up as soon as possible for you guys. Granted, you're listening to this whenever you do, but I wanted to look at just with some of the data that we have and some of the odds that are out there, a couple of shockers. Um, I think it's awesome to see Stenhouse running as good as he's running up here. I mean, he's, what, sitting here running, what, sixth or, or fifth? Uh, yeah, one, two, three, four, f- yeah, fifth in uh, in 15 lap averages here consecutively. Suarez right behind him is another one that I didn't see. And then a big one like that's down here a little bit, though, like Harrison Burton being the second Ford uh, running pretty well here. Now, granted, this all could change again, but that that's uh, I guarantee you there's going to be some people biting down on that on the odds. So, it'd be yeah, dude. Works. And if you were in the Discord, you would have. And I didn't take this bet, full disclosure, but I recommended it because I, I it was on a it was available on maybe it was Bet three sixty five or one of those offshores uh, that it was. I know it's a popular one because a lot of people were talking about it in our community. But Ricky was eighteen to one for a top ten at, at on whatever book this was. I think it was Bet three sixty five. Um, anybody. And I'll check the Discord after this, and I'm sure I'll find out exactly what book it was. But I remember when I saw that, I was like, man, that is, yeah, I would 100% sprinkle something on that, right? Like, uh, guy that's, I mean, last week was was a struggle at Vegas, but Fontana was decent. And, yeah, I mean, those are encouraging practice times. There's no question about it. Those are encouraging practice times for Ricky Stenhouse Jr. And I like where they're at because their team's going to take more risks now that they have a win, like, they're going to take more risks and probably be more aggressive with their setups. So they're going to be undervalued every single week and they're going to be taking big swings at their setups and which gives them an advantage and probably finding a little bit of extra speed. So I know that 18 to one is gone forever, but that's something in the discord that uh, if you were a part of our community, you would have seen and, and maybe been able to take it, maybe been able to take that. But I want to talk about, couple bets here caesar sportsbook and this sucks because we know like i said reiterate for the third time uh you're probably going to be listening to this after qualifying but i locked in chase briscoe at the same price as tyler reddick at 20 to 1 to win because practice speeds are are still good with chase briscoe single lap speed was good i anticipate he's going to qualify in the top 10 and he's one of my picks to win the poll uh, at that same price of 20 to 1 but if you can find him for a top 10 at even money, uh, maybe minus 110, maybe I'd bet it down to borderline minus odds. I would take that, right? Like we talk about Kevin Harvick, uh, of course, the amazing top 10 streak, which I have a bet coming up next that I'd like to talk about with him. Um, I, I, I am going to see if it's still there because it, it may be gone forever because everybody's been hammering Kevin Harvick stuff. Yep, it's gone. Just kidding. That's been early in the week. At, no, listen. At, on Bovada, about an hour ago, Kevin Harvick was still minus one fifty for a top ten. We were talking about it in the Discord. Uh, now it's minus two twenty five. So never mind on that talking point. We're going to scratch that one off. But his teammate Chase Briscoe was great here last year. First in the spring, first career win, and then fourth in the fall in the championship race. And it's been an awful start to the season on the mile and a half for Chase Briscoe and collectively with the Stuart Hall's organization. But I think this practice session showed us that they have speed. They definitely have speed this weekend, at least with Harvick and Briscoe. I'm sure Eric Almarola will float around a top 10, top 20 
run as he always does at this track typically i'm and excited I, I do want to mention real quick before getting you off topic i feel a lot better about this uh this amarola group d bet that i took on DraftKings. it's it was him to finish ahead of keselowski eric jones and i believe austin Cindric. so i'm feeling pretty good about that one yeah well that's uh, i like that I, you know i like brad this weekend too that would be the one i'd be worried about because uh and that was after the Harvick thing, I wanted to talk about Brad next pretty briefly. But Chase Briscoe, if you can find um, even money, maybe borderline minus odds for a top 10, I would take that. Plus probably, 100 on Barstool right now. Chase right Briscoe. now, right now, plus 110 on Caesars, which is I, I'm about to hammer that. You'll see that on Action Network. I'm coming um, in behind you. Yeah, plus 110 on, on Caesars is the best line I've seen. And Caesars just unloaded everything. Uh, as of about 30 minutes ago, which is surprising. I figured they'd have everything up a little earlier this morning, but um, worth the wait. I think Chase Briscoe is going to be running top 10 all day, all day long. So I think that's a good bet. And then I'm going to, I feel like I'm going to keep riding the Brad Keselowski top Ford train. You know, I'm on Blaney already. I think Blaney and and, and team Pinsky is going to be good. They've been amazing here over the years, but I think that, Brad Keselowski is going to sneak up on everybody at some point. And, you know, I think there's a lot of people who want to take him to win qualify, to win the pole and to win the race. Cause you're always going to get him at 35 to 40 to one to 50 to one. It seems like every single week until he gets one of these wins until he gets a top five run, a top three run. So I'm looking at top forward again, man. I think if you can find 13 to 15 to one, uh, that's, I think that's a good bet for top forward, right? Like we think Kevin Harvick's, probably going to run top 10 had great long run speed but this has been an underrated track for brad keselowski and uh, you want to go even further uh he's had a great resume here without winning he's never won here but has a lot of top tens a lot of top fives so you can find plus money on brad for a top 10 which i kind of hate myself because it was like three to one three and a half to one on a lot of books before practice now after practice because he did have pretty impressive times we're looking at plus 160, plus 180, plus 200. So that's a bet that I'm thinking about. I'm going to wait till after qualifying to see where that lands. But Brad Keselowski top four, that's not going to be something that moves around a lot. I think you can still find it at 12 to 1 to 15 to 1 because the books are going to beat off to the Penske guys and Kevin Harvick. Like, let's just let's just keep it as <laughs> straight up as possible. Like, they're in love with Harvick. They're in love with Team Penske and – like last week, like, like last week, though, like you, we all expect the team Penske to be amazing, right? They're so good at Vegas and they were awful, right? Brad Keselowski was the top Ford in that race, probably for three fourths of the race. I mean, I was watching the whole time being like, God, I wish this would end because Brad K is running seventh and there's no Fords ahead of it. And until the end, it kind of all went to shit. Brad K had a bad pitch strategy where they stayed out too long trying to catch a caution. But who knows if that could happen again, right? Like that could be a, I know it's two different racetracks, but if you can grab that value for a guy that's been good at Phoenix, clearly has better race cars this year, just watch out. 13 to 1, 14 to 1, 15 to 1 for top Ford, I think could be a sneaky play. Talking about Brad Keselowski. I like it. Uh, one other one, too, you you had mentioned talking about the Ricky. I think I'm just going to vibe. I guess we'll wait for qualifying, but I feel like with Ricky's car, he might qualify well. He's plus 550 for a top 10 on Caesars, and I think I'm comfortable with taking that. Um, I like that one. 
that's Top another bat. one I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with for now. Just to keep it. He know he went bowling. We had a reporter Verde uh, from from uh, Garage Guys Twitter. He uh, he was there uh, at the I think it is it the PBA. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw that he's like the PBA tour or whatever. Yeah. Big. Yeah. He's always competing in something, man. R- Ricky just he's just out there, bro. I love it. Yeah, yeah, he he's just a, he's just an exotic sport guy, dude. Like <laughs> he's a NASCAR driver. I don't I, I guess golf wouldn't be as much of an exotic sport, but CrossFit, now bowling. Uh I think does he like pickleball? Uh probably no. probably. probably. Yeah, I would assume yes. Without eating any food for like an entire day. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. So probably go spear fishing at some point. Maybe you'll catch him with Jeffrey Earnhardt doing some noodling in the rivers. Uh, he he would be the lead anchor on ESPN eight the Ocho. I firmly believe that. Firmly, maybe, believe that. maybe, yeah. Or the maybe main so. Editor, you know, he'd be he'd be he'd be in the broadcast. Yeah. he'd be in the broadcast. He, he'd be he'd be there somewhere. <laughs> we'll have to get that whenever we kick that up one day. But yeah, the guys, those are some bets. That's some information that we have. Uh, again, running this out as quick as possible. Appreciate you listening. Um, and again, the Discord is free. Okay, remember that. Check us out on the Daily Downforce. Go buy some of our merch. We we just dropped that announcement uh, yesterday. Basically, it just it came out, flooded the earth. Uh, DailyDownforce.com is where you're going to be getting all of your up to the minute NASCAR news, what's what, who's who's, and uh, and you can buy some of our gear from there as well. So go donate to the fam and and get some nice Garage Fam drip for yourself. Uh, got some awesome stuff over there. So shout out to them. Uh, Dale, I, I don't know about you, but I'm ready to watch some qualifying, big dog. Yeah, I guess we got – we're doing – by the way, uh, one more plug. We're doing a playback stream. If if you join the Discord or follow us on Twitter, we'll have a link out, and you can come sweat qualifying bets with us live. And, I look, we're fucking winning, dude. Like, I, I put so much time into this and studying, and, you know, it feels useless when your guy qualifies second and third and fourth and Joey Logano steals a pole away because of the wind. Not going to happen today. Not going to fucking happen today. We are winning pole qualifying. Come win with us on playback. Uh, follow us on Twitter and, and join the Discord, and you will see our link to that stream where you can join in. And it's basically a watch party where we sweat our bets together. So uh, it's going to be fun. going to be a great weekend. And, yeah, those are some some early lean bets after practice before qualifying. And for everything, everything else, make sure you're just following us on all social media platforms and the Action Network to see – the majority of our cup series bets with specific unit allocations. That's how we do it. All right, fellas, we will see you. I appreciate you boys and girls. Let's go get some of them NAS bags. <laughs>